Welcome in everyone. You're listening to the ABC podcast of Boss Bear and Cans on Radio Paul Sports, student voice of your Fall Blue Demons. My name's the Boss Baron Cans here. Baron Cans, how y'all doing? Great. I'm I'm doing phenomenal. Uh, I mean, yesterday was just just great for me personally. Sports are back. Baseball is back. Uh, I'm just loving it. And then I wake up this morning. Marquis got a deal with Xfinity Channel Two Hundred Two, baby. I'm I'm locked and loaded. I'm all in. I'm having a great day, Bear. How, how about you? I'm good, man. It's 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 it always puts me in good spirits when my guy Nick Canzanari's in good spirits. Um, and after the podcast last time, where he was a little little sad, it's uh it's good to see my guy smile. So I'm happy. So I, I'm I'm ready to get into some Cubs some Cubs stuff. Yeah. I, and I mean, just yesterday, I mean, it was just, you know, it's like you walked in to a different room. And obviously, there's still a lot going on in the world, but it's just nice where for a couple hours a day, you know, you can you can get off Twitter, you know, you don't have to watch the news and you can just have some some sports. Uh, which I think is great. And you saw some of the players, or actually uh, all the players, I think, from uh, both teams, you know, kneeling during, uh, before the anthem, some players kneel during it. So I think they're using their platform to, uh, you know, still inspire change uh, and that sort of stuff. Because, again, there are some bigger issues, you know, some things are bigger than sports. But, I mean, I fired up the CBS Sports app today on my phone for the first time since March. Uh, that was fun. Like, I enjoyed actually doing that. You know, we got uh, Jacob deGrom and uh, what's-his-face, Soraka, I think, for the Braves going at three. Great pitching matchup right into Cubs-Brewers opening day. And then you get to see Joe Madden and the Angels uh, on the nightcap. And the A's. A's are pretty good. Uh, so it's going to be a good day. Um, I'm just really excited, looking forward uh, to the baseball going forward. Yeah, man. And, like, you touched on it. But, I mean, I definitely didn't realize uh, how important sports was to me as far as, like, a respite goes from, like, everything in the world that's so, you know, heavy. Like, I follow sports very closely because – you know, it's something light that I can talk about with people. Um, and it's, you know, it's a passion of mine. So it's, it's great just to have anything on the air. You know, I was watching like TBT, the basketball tournament and stuff like that, but to have the professional game back is awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess like the biggest thing for me, um, is just like Cubs going at it against Milwaukee today in Wrigley field, Brandon Woodruff versus Kyle Hendricks. And like, let's get it going, man. Like, I, I'm I haven't seen baseball at Wrigley Field in a long time, so I'm gonna switch that on. And being on the West Coast now, um, is just a huge advantage for me. It's totally clutch to have the Pacific time zone. Baseball's on at 4 p.m. I mean, like I like I'm gonna have days where baseball's on at like nine in the morning because there's gonna be a noon start on the East Coast. So. Um, I'm jacked. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, you know, to get into this stuff and, you know, just glad to be doing another ABC podcast with my boys. 
Yeah, and I'm ready, like you said, uh, taking on the Brewers. I'm ready to hate the Brewers again. I'm ready to hate the Cardinals, the Pirates, the Reds. You know, I'm I'm ready to get into get into all the beef, man. My my sports hatred got a nice little rest, but now it's it's coming back, and I'm I'm ready to start hating on some cities. Yeah, so the lineup isn't out yet. Um, so we probably got uh, a little bit more, like probably be out in about what an hour or two hours, um, something like that. But as far as taking on Brandon Woodruff, I have the ideal Cubs lineup. Are you ready, Kansas Abbas? Are you guys ready? Let's, Let's hear, it. hear it. All right. So I'm starting. If I'm the manager of the Chicago Cubs today, I'm starting Chris Bryant at third base, leading him off. Now, I think Bryant should be the leadoff hitter throughout the year. You may disagree with that. I totally get that. Um, On-base percentage is close to 400. I mean, you can. there's only two guys I think you can put up there regularly, and I think the other guy's Rizzo, and I'd rather hit him lower in the lineup. I'm going to go Bryant at third, leading off. I'm going to go Jason Kipnis, the veteran, Chicago kid, at second base, hitting two. You know, you start off, you go righty-lefty with Bryant first. I'm going to go Javi at short. And so I'm pretty much flipping every every single time. That was a big Joe Madden thing. Um, so I'm going to go Javi at short, hitting third. I got Anthony, the tone bone Rizzo, playing first base, cleaning up, hitting fourth. Wilson Contreras, catching, hitting fifth. Kyle Schwarber, DHing, which is going to be a huge advantage for us. Ian Happ in center, batting seventh. Jason Hayward in right. And then Steven Souza in left field. Because I hate Albert Almora Jr. And he is nowhere near my lineup. Okay? <laughs> now, you guys may disagree with some of that, but... Who would you have batting second again? Kipnis. Kipnis. Okay, okay. Kip- so I, got Kipnis, I got Kipnis, the lefty, you know, had a home run in the first exhibition game. I got him hit, playing second base. So guys on the bench would be like Nico Horner, who I could see in the lineup, um, Albert Almora Jr., who I would not personally put in the lineup until he proves it to me. And obviously a lot of this is going to change. Um, I guess you could put Caratini somewhere in there, you know, maybe. But like – D8 even. Yeah, so that would mean that you would either put him at first base and DH Rizzo and put Schwarber in left something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, there, there is a little tinkering you can do, but this is the ideal Cubs lineup against Brandon Woodruff, and I stand by that. You, you had Schwarber as your DH, right? Yeah, I got Schwarber hitting six as my DH. So okay, basically okay. From, from one to nine, it is. I mean, from one to nine, you're flipping. Um, Ian Happ's a switch hitter, and he's hitting uh, seventh. But if, if it's against Woodruff, you're going right down the line, righty-lefty, righty-lefty, which makes it very difficult with the new three-batter minimum rule. So I think it's, I think it's going to be even more important this year. Um, and then Hendricks will be on the mound, but he, obviously with the new DH uniformity, he will not be batting, which is like another thing we could talk about. But it's, I, it's a long time coming, but thank God that pitchers yeah. are not yeah, I will say I'm not a big fan of all the tinkering they're doing this year. I think a lot of it is just Manfred trying to push across <laughs> his kind of radical ideas. Um, like some of them just seem kind of like 
It's like, oh, it's to make this season a little different, but like, it doesn't seem like it's actually helping in any way, especially that three batter limit. I don't like that at all. I think it takes away a lot of um, strategy and, and it's well, so much tougher ahead, for managers. Well, no, you, you go over it because I, I might. They definitely like, yeah, they definitely like took advantage of like the chaos that was coronavirus and they're like, okay, now all these rules, we're just, like, this is like, a watered down season as it is, we're going to test out all these new rules, but wait till 2021, you know, assuming we have a full season, it's going to be the same rules. Like, like, and I'm one of them I'm very happy about is DH in both leagues. Cause I, I think it's, I mean, pitchers went one for 60 in the playoffs last year. Like it's just, it's no fun. It's a rally killer. I don't like it. Um, but then, you know, like what you were talking about a boss, you know, the three better minimum, a little strange to me because it, it, you know, lefty specialists, righty, you know, guys out of the pen going pitcher. It's like, it takes a little bit of the strategy out, but like um, I could do without it, but I'm, I'm not fighting that one. The one I will fight is starting the second, starting a guy on second base in the in extra innings because that, I mean, it'll make the game go faster, but it definitely, it takes out like so much of like the drama um, and like adds it. It's supposed to add an element of small ball in, but like, I mean, but does that does that start in the tenth inning or does it start in the twelfth? I thought it started in the tenth inning. I'd have to. I'll look that up real quick. But I thought it started in the tenth inning, and I'm just like I could. I really hope that's not a thing in 2021. Yeah, and you know, with all these, you know, uh, like you said, Abbas, this tinkering and these new rules. How about the expanded playoffs? I mean, every every sec. Uh, well, obviously, first place. Every second place team gets in, and then two uh, extra wild cards. It, I mean, they went full NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's sixteen out of thirty. If the Cubs don't make the playoffs with this format, I mean, come on, they got. You know, I know there's there's some questions about pitching, sure, but this lineup is good enough to to hit their way to a second place finish. Come on, let's be real here. So, so there are going to be a lot of teams where it's just going to be like, we just need to show up this year and we'll make the playoffs. Especially like, like, like the AL East, you knew that Yankees and Rays would be fighting for it. But now there's like not really that big of an incentive to like right. fight really hard to get the, to be first place in that division. Because like both these teams are going to have such a good, such a good year, both the well, Rays and the Yankees. Well, one incentive I thought, and now, like, I, obviously I've only read a little bit about this, but I do, if you do come in, like, the higher seeds you are, don't you get to pick who you play? Yes. I, yes. No, 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 because I thought Manfred yesterday said it's just 1-8, 2-7. Oh, okay. And that. Oh, is it? He said that so I think the one thing about it is that they're not going to travel at all. So if you're the one seed, it's three games at home. Yeah. And you don't have to go to the other park at all. But, like – Okay, yeah, that, the only that, thing that that's what it make was. make it safer and better. It's not like there's like a fan aspect to it where you're going to have a loud crowd. I mean, what are they going to do? Ramp up the crowd noise to like 300% and blow out people's ears? <laughs> Those cardboard cutouts are going to be going wild. Come on, they're going to be doing the wave. But I, I mean, go, I think that without the incentive, Abbas is right. Like, like, th- like there's not going to be that much of a push at the top. But because so many teams make the playoffs, like, it, it'll be strange at the bottom. Like, the guys who are closer to, to the 15 and 16 seed who, 
are, you know, like, I mean, who's a good example? Like, I, I, I mean, the Cubs could be there depending on how they play, but um, it'll be like come like the end of the season, you know, middle of early September, middle of September, it'll be a dogfight at the bottom for sure. Yeah. Uh, what about as far as like the trade deadline goes? Because, you know, you increase the teams that get in, but I think especially with, uh, with this year, with whole 60 games, I mean, if a team is like, like, like you know, the Yankees, let's say, who will most likely wire to wire be in first or second, you know, are they going to want to give up, you know, a prospect or something to try, you know, and add something? Uh, and even, you know, would a lower class team who maybe – is kind of on the wire between making the playoffs and not, are they going to want to give something up? Uh, or are, uh, do you think they'll try and, you know, go all in to try and make the playoffs this year? So I think that's like part of the idea, right? Is like that more teams will, you know, it'll be more exciting come trade deadline, but like, think about this. I'll take it a step further. Cans like the fact that this is like a quote unquote watered down championship. Do you think like, more teams are going to be willing to take on Reynolds knowing that like, this is the coronavirus championship. Like it's like not exactly the same as like winning over 162 and then winning in the playoffs. Like, like, I mean, it's still a championship and I think we'd still celebrate it the same, but some of these organizations might be very cautious about getting rid of, you know, guys who are in the minor leagues who, um, you know, could add, you know, help them add some major league ready talent. But, I'm not, I wouldn't be so sure that teams at the bottom will trade more just because they have a shot at making the playoffs. So like, as far as your comment goes, but it'll be interesting, man. It's going to be, it's with the expanded playoffs, there's, it's, there's going to be a lot more teams obviously who are, you know, in, you know, have a shot at least, which, you know, makes it more intriguing for fan bases who did not expect to be, you know, totally following baseball this year. I wonder if yeah. we get like a below 500 team getting in. I'm sure we will, or close to 500. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. And, you know, segue off of that, um, I would say that as far as this 60 games go, like if what my prediction for the Cubs would be is about 35 and 25. How do you guys feel about that? 25? I, you know – I was thinking 38 and 22. You think they're going to be that good? Dude, I have faith this year that the pitching is going to be a lot better than last year. Yeah. Um, I, I really think Darvish will have a good year through the whole time. And I think Hendricks is always awesome. I feel like Lester is, is prime for a, for a bounce back. I don't know about Quintana. I think he's an idiot. Um, but I, I have faith in Alec Mills. I really have faith faith That's in Alec boy. Mills, man. Alec That's Mills is boy, look. Ben Courtney <laughs> has has got me on the bandwagon, and uh, I'm a big Alec Mills guy. Okay, like I think Lester is a little over the hill. He's getting up there in age, so I could see him having a decent year, but like he's never going to be John Lester again. I'm not expecting like a a sub three ERA, but I think okay. he could have like. I think he'll be better than what John Lackey was when he was in Chicago. Oh, God, Lackey. <laughs> uh, I'm not here for a haircut, John Lackey. Great guy. But uh, um, 38 and 22 seems a little high. I thought 35 and 25 was a little optimistic. 
Cans, do you think they'll be floating around 500, or do you think they'll be closer to what me and Abbas think? That's tough. I I think they'd be – for me, I would go with like a, like 33-32 win range. I, I don't think they'll be awful. I think they have a good shot at contention. So I'll go a little less than you, Bear. Uh, that also is kind of my uh, pessimistic sports fan kind of hedging myself. So if they do, you know, bottom out or something, I'll be like, oh, I saw this coming. But I think, I mean, 30 wins, I think they'll they'll get. Not 30 and 30. I don't, I don't think they'll be 500. I think they'll be above 500. 34, yeah. 33 wins. You got to remember, though, like, this is baseball, and, like, even over 162 games, teams that, you know, you didn't expect to be good or good, and some teams that you expected to compete for divisions um, turned out to be not so great. So somebody is going to struggle this year, and somebody's going to do well this year, especially with a 60-game schedule. Like, remember the White Sox, like, when, like, oh, God, was it, like, I think it was 16, right, when the White Sox started, like, 42. Yeah like 15 or something like not that good but like it, they were pretty, they had a good. pretty good start that year yeah and then they came back Matt Latos had like a sub one yeah. ERA <laughs> to like the middle of May <laughs> yeah and he was picked off the scrap heap so it's just like so it'll be like this game is so strange it's such a weird animal that over 60 games like like I, if I had to pick somebody who wasn't going to do well like that is expected to do well, I would pick the Twins because Cans knows how I feel about the Twins just hitting long balls. Um, but like, there's gonna be. My point is, is that there's gonna like the Cubs like have it like they could be anywhere from like 20 wins to 40 wins, and I am not shocked, right? Like I like it's, it'll all make sense, especially when you think of if like there's injuries or not, you know. So I think any team not, will hit 50 wins. Yes. I think the Yankees win go 16-0. No, but like I think the Yankees I think the Yankees will win 45 to 50 games. They're okay. so good. Okay. They're so good. I feel like the Dodgers too could have a chance, but like now with Kershaw hurt, I don't know if they'll have the pitching to to hang. Walker Bueller is really nice, obviously. Um, but you're probably right. I mean, like you need they, you need a lot of depth. Something about the Dodgers Obviously, they just signed Mookie Betts, so I'm real in like you know they, that lineup is amazing. It's just they 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 feel like like all those Cubs teams that we just felt so good about like in '07 and '08, and then like didn't amount to anything. I don't know. The, the Dodgers have just keep getting they're getting way closer, obviously, than those Cubs teams. But like, man, like, like they just can't get over the hump. They can't get over the hump. You you can't just have an incredible lineup and then your fourth and fifth pitchers are a question mark or the back of your bullpen is up in the air. You've right. got Kenley Jansen who hasn't really been good lately. And then, I mean, they picked up that guy, Blake Trennan, but like even last year, it was like four, two ERA. So right. like, I don't, I don't so, really know. I, I feel like if you don't have, if you're not complete at every level, I feel like it's really tough to make it far. I mean, like the nationals kind of did it with a pretty whatever bullpen last year, but I feel like, that's because their starters can go eight innings. Right. So Yeah, like the the Dodgers, I mean, Kershaw, Bueller, I mean, they're they're horses. They're they're studs. But like who who else is in their rotation? Like that May guy. 
Right now they've got uh, May. They've got Alex the Wood. Afro is Man. Julio Urias is back too. He's coming back after all those injuries. But like the same thing there. It's like Alex Wood was hurt a lot last year and he's only played well in LA. Who knows if he can actually pull that off again. Dude, Urias like, hasn't hasn't stayed healthy for a full year yet. He hasn't been a starter at a, a full time starter yet, so you don't know how he's gonna be. Don't forget about my favorite right hander on the Dodgers, Ross Strickling. That kid can pitch. Yeah, he's good. So he's good. He's actually starting today, I think, um, but uh, or tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. Like, if, if, based on what a boss is saying, is right, as far as balance goes, like all that leads me to like think about is the Yankees, right? Because that bullpen is just loaded. The starters with Paxton and Cole, like, like it's just it's nonstop with New York, man. It's not that like they that it's murderers row offensively and Garrett Cole shutting you down in a, in like you know a, a series in the playoffs so it'll be uh it'll be I'm always be apprehensive I'm always a little apprehensive about newcomers having good first years because I feel like it just doesn't happen and I really dude I don't Paxton will start out well he'll look good and then he'll like walk down the stairs and tweak his back and then have like a 4-8 ERA the rest of the year Tanaka too man he can't stay healthy at all J.A. Happ looks like he's 75 years old. Uh, they've got the guy back, but, like, I mean, what, what is he, like a, like a 3 9 ERA at best? 3 8 yeah. at like, Masahiro Tanaka got playoffs. hit. Masahiro Tanaka got hit with a comebacker, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, I think he's – I think he's – is he on DL or, is, or IL, I should say, or is he coming back? So he's on I, – I think he's on the injured list right now, but <laughs> I, I'm just – I, I don't know. about that. So we'll see. But uh, as far as the Cubs go, like we were talking about, I think we're all – like floating around 35 wins is, you know, probably – like Kansas is a little less, you know, Abbas is a little more, and I'm right in the middle. So I think, you know, we have a lot – like at least baseball's back, but, mm-hmm. I mean – it it could be a roller coaster ride with the Cubs this year, it, or it could just you know be great. Who knows? But I, know. I still think the teams with the deep rotations will have a good years this year. I feel like Texas might make some noise with their rotation. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay has got such a good pitching staff. Even Oakland looks like their yeah, pitching staff is getting Oakland. good. Arizona doesn't have a bad pitching staff. Washington, of course, probably has the best trio in the league still. Uh, even the cruddy Astros still have a good rotation. So yeah, they're, that's they're... not like that's not like anything new, you know. Like pitching yeah. wins. So mm-hmm. um, you know, you're, you're probably right with the shortened season. There's probably a little more emphasis on it. But I, I, I just I think this year is so going to be so strange. Like, like Texas. You're right. Like Corey Kluber, Lance Lynn just carry you to, you know, mm-hmm. 40 wins and you get in the playoffs and you do something My, stupid. Mike Miner is great too. I think yeah. they have such a good pitching staff. Of that. I mean, they remade Miner's career. They made, they had made Lynn have his best career after what he's 35 or something now. And he had his best year this year. I think Kluber's going to bounce back. They picked up this guy, um, uh, Lyles from Milwaukee. I feel like he could yeah. end up having a good year. I mean, they, they've got that former twins guy too. Uh, Kevin Gibson or whatever. I yeah, think he, Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson. Yeah, I think he could end up having a, a pretty decent year. Um, and I think that really will do it for teams this year. Good, really good pitching staff, competent offense. 
good bullpen and I feel like you can you can make noise. But anyways, um the Braves trivia all MLB related, but we'll step aside for a sec. Anybody have a last comment or something? Yeah, I would just say uh Braves. They're my not dark horse, dark horse team. I think they're gonna be really good. They're you know it's it's gonna be the nineteen nineties in Atlanta again. But but also Bear, you said it a uh, great point. It's just nice to have baseball back. I'm going to be living and dying with every pitch. Uh, and, and I never thought it would uh, get to this point because the whole labor dispute and everything, I was ready to just write off baseball. You know, it's like, for me, baseball, you know, it's like uh, going to see your, your in-laws or whatever, you know. You don't really like it, but you tolerate it, you know, and you, you suck it up and you just go do it. But, I mean – I now realize how much I missed my in-laws not being able to see them and give them a hug because of social distancing rules. Um, hold up, hold up, cans. What? What? How do you have in-laws? You're not married. It's it's a it's a metaphor, boss. It's an <laughs> analogy, you know. I was like, man, it this cans have like a secret <laughs> marriage. I like how Bear just didn't say anything after that. He's just like, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm not gonna say anything. Before we move on, though, uh, Portland, the Blazers made the return to the court yesterday, and I got to say, go. I got to go. say, Dame was flashing some nice passing. Nurkic looked great again. They Nurkic didn't was back. Either, yo, Carmelo with his, you know, his usual rebound. Yeah. Everything he says after a rebound, he we had we heard that little clip, and uh, hey, I'm pretty hyped for Portland. I think they're going to be great. <laughs> Oh my! You can't get a boss going on Portland, so someone just go to break, please. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, all right. ABC podcast. We'll be back in a sec. Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it. step back and kiss myself. Oh my MVP gosh, time. Windy City assassin does it again. Oh, trying to get open. Fires away. Live from downtown Chicago, you're listening to Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. Welcome back, everyone. ABC Podcast here. You know how this goes. It's that time again. 2-1 lead right now for Cans in the all-time series with one tie. So 2-1-1. And trivia today, you know, it's opening day. And, and in a week, it's going to be M- NBA opening day. So we're, we're just going to stick all baseball today. Uh, mostly current players. I think it's going to be a good time. No, oh, man. Opening day. Opening all day. Right. Here we go, Cans. Cans. Give me a number. Odds or evens? Even. You get Ooh. to choose. Yes. You know it. I'll go second, baby. All right. Here we go. Bear, are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do this. All right. Um, here we go. MLB opening day trivia. This shortstop has established himself as a steady presence for this AL team for the past 10 years. Drafted by the Atlanta Braves, the defensive stalwart had 31 steals last year the first time with over 30 since 2014. A two-time All-Star when he debuted, he was only the second youngest player in the AL at the time at 20 years of age. 
31 steals. That's a lot. Andrelton Simmons. Incorrect. Cans. All right. He was drafted by the Braves. Man, I don't even know if this guy is still in the league. Um, and I just lost his name. Oh, uh, Uneski Escobar. No, Elvis Andrus. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. I think I combined two guys' names, actually, on my answers. I think you tried to say Uniseki Betancourt or Eduardo Escobar. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I was – I was like, who the heck is that? <laughs> I did a mashup there. Oh, Elvis Andrews, dang. Yeah, I should have got that, too. A uh, rough start for Baron Cans. Let's keep going. Here we go, Cans. Not defeated, though. Not defeated. Not defeated. I still have hope that y'all will get the next nine correct. All right, Cans. This outfielder and former Pirate was traded to an East Coast team before the trade deadline in 2018. Since then, he's made one all-star team. The slugger competed at Grayson High School with Clint Frazier and played football as a running back, receiver, and punter. He was a teammate of current New York Giant Wayne Gallman. Interesting. Wayne Wayne Gallman. There's a name. Wayne Gallman. That there, there is a name. Oh my gosh. Outfielder. Traded. It's been a while since I've bought baseball cards it's uh it's biting me in the butt here ah man you said wait he was traded from an al team this outfielder and former pirate was traded to an east coast team before the trade line in 2018 pirate oh geez traded Uh man. Uh what's his face? Starling Marte. Former pirate. Incorrect. Know, that's not right. Yeah, isn't he on Detroit now? Marte? No, no he's still in no. still in Pittsburgh. Who I think oh, I know that, oh that's Josh Harrison. Oh man. I I think I've read this before. Because of the Clint Frazier thing. Is it Austin Meadows? Correct. Nice. Austin Meadows. Oh, man. The Chris Archer thing. Yeah. The trade that literally remade Tampa Bay. Well, it's throwing me me off. Meadows and Tyler Glass now. Such a – oh, man. What was throwing me off was uh, every time I hear East Coast, I think like Northeast. I don't think Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, I didn't think of Tampa Bay either, but it's like I feel like if I say Tampa Bay, that's it's a giveaway. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Bear, you got a 1-0 lead, and uh, you get this third question. So this current Marlin was an all-star in 2017 with the Rays before a post-all-star break slump. 
the outfielder moved on to Pittsburgh the next year where he won his first goal glove. He spent an injury-filled year with Pittsburgh and Philly last year before signing with Miami this offseason. Tampa. You said Tampa at the beginning? Yeah, this current Marlon was an All-Star in 2017 with the Rays. Okay. For a post-All-Star break slump. He's with Miami now. Tampa. That's throwing me off. Uh, uh, Josh Harrison. Cans, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? My goodness. Um, the Marlins. I've forgotten they were even a team of boss. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Curtis Granderson. Incorrect. Good guess, though. Uh, Corey Dickerson. Dickerson. He had that in in, in uh, Tampa Bay the year he was an all-star. He hit like 330 with like a over 400 on-base percentage in the first half. Then he hit like 200 after the all-star game. It was hilarious. Anyways, Cans, it's one nothing Bear right now. You've got this fourth question. So this former Yankees catcher, Retired after the playoffs in 2019. During his last year in the league, he clocked in as the slowest player in the league at 22 feet per second. He is a seven-time All-Star and a six-time Gold Glove winner. A, more, a majority of those accolades coming before he was signed to an eight, a five-year, $85 million contract in 2013. A Yankees catcher who retired last year. Oh, man. Um, the only name that is coming to my head, I'm just going to say it because think long, think wrong. Is it Francisco Cervelli? Incorrect. He's oh, actually boy. he's actually on the Marlins, I think. No. Fair. What do you got? Cervelli wasn't a seven-time All-Star. Come on now. <laughs> he was okay. Seven-time. <laughs> Brian McCann. Correct. Oh. I, I, I threw I probably threw you off with this former Yankees catcher retired after yeah. because he played. Oh, I like I like how you're wording them though because you're making you're giving info but you're not it's not too much like it's enough to make a guess. I feel like this one seven time All Star six time Gold Glove. I feel like McCann is like I don't know. It, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Chief uh, Chief of the Baseball Police Brian McCann. Really nice <laughs> beard. <laughs> All right, 2-0 lead for Bear. Fifth question. This one's for you, Bear. All right, this infielder was called up to the MLB on September 1st, 2010, the day of my 13th birthday. Yeah, 13th. 
the slugger hit his first career home run off Phillies pitcher Roy Halladay and is a former teammate of current Cub Jason Hayward. The infielder played third base for a short period in 2017 due to the hot-hitting Matt Adams, a former Cardinal. Twenty ten played with Jason Hayward. Played a little third base, huh? Because Matt Adams is Matt Carpenter. Er, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All right, Cans. What do you got? Let's see if you get this. I I don't know if I will, but Matt Adams, I mean, he's so fat, he can only play first base. So, (laughs) Freddie Freeman? Correct. Oh, good one. Finally. I'm not, not not getting blinked. All right, here we go. Here's your chance to tie it up. Oh, boy. All right, this former Marlin is now playing for another East Coast team, roughly 1,000 miles north. The second baseman has moved around quite a bit after starting his career in the Midwest. He's the youngest player in history to lead the National League in hits and is known for his pathetic defense. Mm, All right. Some geography. So he's a former Marlin, a thousand miles north of Miami. <laughs> Youngest player in the league in hits. Uh, I'm going to guess. Is it D. Gordon? Incorrect. He's in Seattle. Ah, uh, uh, West. Starling Castro. Starling Castro. That's correct. Oh my sure. god, that that bum. <laughs> Come on, Starling's had a good career. Starlin has had a good career. <clears throat> yeah, he has, dude. He has. Well, four time All Star. Yeah, you know. Three with the Cubs, one with New York. He's playing in a really good lineup again. He's hit, he hit third yesterday. Yeah, he he, dude, he's gonna have a good year. I, yeah, I think Starling made Cash. a horrendous error on a bunt. I could have made that play. He should be uh, <laughs> he he should be DHing all the time. He he's he can't feel he can't feel. All right, anyways, Dang. Bear, this one's for you. You've got a three-one lead, so just hold on here. Don't pull a Warriors. Don't pull a Cleveland. You'll you'll be fine. <laughs> right, here we go. This pitcher spent about seven months with the Cubs in 2016 before being traded for the second time in a year. Both trades were significant to the Cubs winning the World Series. The pitcher had a 5.91 ERA for the Cubs and made one start. Brian Matzis. No, I thought I had it. (laughs) So confident, too. (laughs) Whose name do you say again? Brian Matzus, M-A-T-S-U-Z or whatever that guy. I went to the game he started. <laughs> All right, Kent. Is it uh, – what's his face? Uh, 
uh, is it Adam Warren? Yeah. Adam wow. Warren. Adam yes. Warren. There we go. All right. He was the main return for Carla Starling Castro, too. Yeah. He's yeah. all right. His start was really good. He pitched like seven innings of one-run ball, six, seven <laughs> strikeouts. He looked great for a second there. All right, here we go. Uh, this one's for Cans. Cans 3-2, so you had a chance to tie it up here. Oh, man. This former Diamondback was a part of the hapless trade that sent Shelby Miller to Arizona in 2015. The former top overall prospect has, as of yet, failed to live up to his potential, but has proven himself to be a capable ball player. He has struggled with injuries, however. With minor injuries, however. Sorry. Oh, boy. Wait, so could you repeat the question, please? Mm -hmm. This former Diamondback was part of the hapless trade that sent Shelby Miller to Arizona in 2015. The former top overall pick has, as of yet, failed to live up to his potential, but has proven himself to be a capable ball player. He has struggled with minor injuries, however. Hmm, uh, I, I remember that trade because it was like Miller for uh, – oh, what's his face? That shortstop, I think. Who else? Was it, oh wait no no he, he is Dansby Swanson yeah <laughs> yeah Dansby Swanson oh, oh three, man three. <laughs> I almost talked myself out of that and bare new dude bare new I get, I basically like gave him like affirmation that that was the right answer I like I was like ah! <laughs> the face you made I was like oh god no stop looking yeah. at the camera <laughs> <laughs> I because you you uh, it seemed like you emphasized. Hapless. I thought it was like Ian Hap. If, you know, he had a, <laughs> oh, that, he had that, a, I'm going to try doing that in the future. That's pretty funny. That's pretty <laughs> he good. had a second you know, life or something I didn't know about. <laughs> All right. Um, ninth question. It's tied up 3-3. Let's not get another tie here. <laughs> <laughs> I know all of us want this series to end sooner or later. All right. So this pitcher was drafted. Uh, who's this for? Uh, Bear, this is yours, right? Yeah. Right. This pitcher was drafted by the Cardinals in 2016. He was included in the trade that brought Marcelo Zuna to St. Louis and made his first MLB start in June 2019. Now with the Diamondbacks, he is set to join a deep rotation in a good ballpark. Name this underrated pitcher. I just don't think he was in Miami, but I, I think I have it right. Luke Weaver. Incorrect. Oh, come on. <laughs> Cans. Marcel, you said the Marcelo Zuna trade? Yeah. Okay. See, this, so, one, this one's really tough, I think. So that means he's a Marlins. Oh, my. Were you just on, like, the Marlins baseball reference page? <laughs> No, I was just like remembering these names. This guy, this is the guy who I talk about all the time. I love this guy. 
no, he's not the Diamondbacks. <sighs> uh, Dontrell Willis. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I have Zach, no clue. Zach Galen. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, dude, he he had a great. I mean, he when he got to Arizona last year, he had like ten starts, two point three ERA. I didn't know he. Uh, I didn't know he got drafted by the Cardinals. That makes a lot of sense because they're very good at identifying pitching. <laughs> he was like a third round guy too. Yeah. Not high up. Anyways, three to three. Now, now th- this is it. Like you guys got to get this last one right. Whoever gets it right, <laughs> we we don't want to tie here. And this one is uh, it's not terrible. All right, Cans. This Oakland Athletic had a breakout year in 2019, where he when he when he authored a 2.63 ERA with strong peripherals. Unfortunately for him, a PED ban ended his year early, but he is back this year and ready to get going again. Name this young stud. Um, oh boy. Oh man, A's. This is tough. Uh, I can't even name an A's player besides Matt Chapman. So I'm going to say Matt Chapman. Uh, come on, Bear, you know this? I do, I think. Frankie Montes. Correct. Bear, come on. win. Come on, Ken. He's the opening uh, day starter today. Is he? Is he, though? Yeah, oh, he is. Day starter. Oh, he is. He's going to, dude, he's going to, he's going to destroy them. He's a really good pitcher. Really good pitcher. Uh, I'll be watching that game. I'll be, I'll be cluing in on Frankie, whatever. Montes. <laughs> You'll be reflecting on this loss. All right, Bear, you have the. About you're muted. Oh, sorry. I got the floor. I got the floor. Yeah, you, you have the floor. All right, Cubs. Okay. Hear me out, people. All right. You, Darvish, Cy Young, on the way. Guy had an unbelievable second half last year. He should be the opening day starter. I understand Kyle Hendricks, all this professor love, big time game seven performance. Okay. The superior pitcher is you Darvish. Okay. People need to understand that the Astros knew what was coming every single pitch. Okay. This is not a, this is not a joke. You Darvish is better than Kyle Hendricks. Should be the opening day starter. Cy Young, 2020. Let's go, Chubbies. All right. I, I like that. I like that. You know who I think is going to be the Cy Young from the AL? Mike uh, Clevenger. Frank, Frankie Montes. Mike Clevenger. <laughs> I think he's going to be the. He's going to. He's going to win that AL Cy Young. I forgot to draft him too, so I'm an idiot. But it's okay. It's okay. You'll be all right. I'll be all right. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll be all right. All right. Well, anything else we want to? Anything else either of you want to get out before we end here? Uh, I think the series is tied. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two to two, two one. Two two one. 
We should just do next. Whoever wins the next one wins the series, and then we can get a boss in here. Uh, I don't think I want to get back in the trivia yeah. game. I, I think I think um, making the questions is my spot. Uh, You're pretty good at it. You're pretty good at it. I I still have to make questions for one game because you guys Ooh. have both made questions. It's true. Hands, <laughs> you're let's slacking. Get, let's get hands in there. Yeah, you know, I'll 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 whip something up. But uh, I would just like to mention on a little more somber note, uh, Jerry Taft uh, passed away. Uh, meteorologist, ABC Seven, mm. uh, big news guy. Uh, I don't watch it now, but I always remember uh, like when I was little. And I got home from school, and, you know, you'd be watching cartoons or whatever, flipping through the channels that my mom would come in and turn on the news. And I'll always see Jerry, uh, great guy, you know, he, he will be missed. Rest in peace, Jerry Taft. Yes. And I like Weatherman, so that was a plus. We still got Tom Skilling, so we'll be okay. Tom Skilling, give me a break. Wow, okay, that's a... That's a a uh, topic for another show. Yeah. Let's get us out of here, about Favorite weatherman. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is ABC Podcast. Um, stay safe. Wash your hands. And always to rem- remember to thank your weather people. All right? Even if they're wrong like 80% of the time. <laughs> See y'all later. Listen to us next week again. ABC Podcast.